0: Welcome aboard the My Ship Story Podcast. Let's head up to the pool bar, order up a rum punch, and listen to the ship's crew tell their stories about life at sea.
1: Peggy! (laughs) Hey, Peggy. Cheers. Are you swinging from the bottle? My connection's
2: unstable. Just like me. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: that sounds about right oh my god this is going to be very very interesting
0: never a dull moment
1: never a dull moment with peggy no
2: okay this looks better
0: yeah there
1: There we go
2: that's that's much better Well, cheers. So
1: wow. for you listening, um, Peggy had red wine and I had white wine. Brad and Scott had a beer. I'm trying to go through all the white wine in my fridge. I have a bunch of leftover stuff from a party. So I'm just going to keep drinking until I finish it. You would have finished it uh, eight months ago. Whereas, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's taken me a while to get through it. <laughs>
2: I haven't really been on the, the wine kick recently. I've been drinking the, the devil's hard stuff, but I, I have, I'm i down to 24 bottles of wine now in the house. So
0: Welcome aboard the My Ship Story podcast, Peggy. It's great to see you again. It's been a while. When did we see each other? I don't. I think you, it was uh,
2: 2011. Reunion. Yeah, 2011.
0: Yeah, 2011. It was at the reunion. Yeah, because we've got pictures together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I went to the I, one in 2016 as well on The uh, Majesty, 2017 or 18, uh, whenever the Harmony of the Seas came out.
0: You're in Nova Scotia.
2: No, I'm in Northern Ontario.
0: Northern Ontario. See, I knew it was in the
2: inn.
0: Yes. Timmins. <laughs> I follow
2: you. on Timmins. <laughs> yes, yes. Because yes. yeah.
1: I see those weather reports and I cannot believe you live there. It's insane how cold it is. <laughs>
2: Today's not too bad. It got up to I think 44 Fahrenheit.
1: Now in the summer, and it's that's the awful. high was 44. How no, cold does I... it get there?
2: Uh, the coldest I've seen it was minus 53 before the wind chill. <laughs> <laughs> that's 100
1: that...
3: degrees too cold for me. Yeah, isn't that uh... like aren't Antarctica weather? Yeah, Ar- Arctic weather. That's yeah, like where that's... you can't go outside when it gets that cold. I've heard rumors, and maybe it's in Antarctica when it's like minus you know 70 or whatever. But if it gets that cold, do you just leave your car on? Because when you shut it off, it has a better chance to break its block or whatever.
2: No, I have a block heater in my car. So at night, once it gets below about minus 30, I plug my car in at night and it runs a low voltage current through the uh, engine to keep it from freezing too Wow,
3: When <laughs> you have to plug your car in before it'll... Uh, no, no. Yeah, no, maybe. But what's,
2: what's funny is in Edmonton, Alberta... They yep. have uh, plug-ins in all of the major shopping center parking lots so that when you go in, you can plug the car in before you go in and do your shopping so you can start your car when you come out.
1: Yeah, not a place and, I will be ever living in. A,
2: yeah.
3: not, a, not, a, not a chance no. to I mean, there.
2: Do you see cool. the northern
3: lights and stuff up there?
2: Yes, yeah, especially uh, coming up the next few months if uh, we have some nice clear nights when it's cold, uh, when I go upstairs to do the weather observations on the roof at work i'm on midnight shift we can see the northern lights wow. if out.
0: what do you do now exactly
2: i do air traffic services for nav canada timmins ontario and we also remotely do advisory service for moose which is about 200 miles north of us along the james bay and the hudson's bay
1: still sounds like a job you have to be sober for all the time
2: oh it is yes yeah. unfortunately
3: yeah and <laughs> even though
2: marijuana is uh, legal here in canada to grow and smoke with our jobs uh, because of randomized drug testing and marijuana stays in your system for up to 30 days. And you can't prove when you smoked or imbibed it last uh, weekend. Uh,
1: So you have to stay clean.
3: I got to ask a question about your air traffic controller because I'm a huge uh, alien uh, nut. So um, are there, uh, do you guys get any uh, UFO reporting? I've never
2: taken any, but they have, uh, there have been service reports. Yes. uh, Given to air traffic controls.
1: Yeah. yeah I, I think Scott's going to have this recurring theme. This is the second person he's asked about aliens. So <laughs> I think he's going to have this recurring theme with anybody who works in certain areas or does certain jobs. He's, that, that question will continue to come up in the future.
0: Speaking of unusual jobs. When did you start working on ships?
2: Me? Uh, 19, yeah. November of 1990. I actually started the same way you did. I did the uh, cruise career training in Fort Lauderdale, Florida really with uh and my one of my people that was in the class with me was elaine brett oh cool (laughs) yeah so we both got hired at the same time she started two weeks before i did we both started on the empress nordic empress uh she was in the purser's department and i got hired as a hotel manager secretary because i had shorthand and typing.
1: i didn't know that i didn't you know that about didn't you didn't
0: start out as a purser i see i don't even re- remember when the hotel managers had secretaries oh
1: yeah I, they did yeah, yeah. i didn't I didn't remember that
0: Lucille Moreno
1: was a uh, hotel manager secretary for years and years. Yeah.
2: I replaced uh, Joanne Cox for her two months vacation. She went off yeah. on her vacation and I took over for her. When Joanne left and I moved up to her cabin, she was in deck nine all the way forward, right behind uh. the bridge. Well, that first night up there, there was this huge storm going through miami at the time and it took like three or four tugs to pull the ship off the pier and there was 40 like, foot waves water. and their waves were washing right down the promenade deck wow. and the ship was just pitching and going i was like i was feeling the ocean at the time i went to the crew mess and i couldn't eat i'm like i gotta eat something i'm trying to eat some potatoes didn't the dive crew think it would be funny to like oh, hey, Peggy, uh, and we're making fun of me while I was trying to eat and I was feeling worse. So I just made it back to the cabin when I, and I got sick.
1: So, so when did you make the move to the purser's department?
2: Right after that contract. I had to go for a meeting side because I think I drank a little too much. So <laughs> they sent me to what the... a
1: surprise.
2: <laughs> they sent me to the Sun Viking, and Lucille was booted off the Sun Viking, and she had to go do hotel manager secretary. Oh, on that's the sovereign. funny. Oh my God, that's
1: too funny. I mean, in those days, to be called in because you drank too much, I mean, you had to really seriously drink.
3: A hell of a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think they should give you uh, me a medal I, for that if you get called in. Yeah, I can't really. believe
2: they never fired me at any time in like the first five years I worked with the company. Like, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah no, of... me too. I'm surprised.
0: Are oh. you sure you don't want to let me go? <laughs> yeah, me too. Surprised many times. I'm like, yeah. If, Did, I should.
1: Yeah. First. Did you
0: get written up anytime, Peggy?
2: I got written up once for something I didn't do.
1: Oh, that's funny. That's yeah. really funny. <laughs>
2: There was uh, one waiter on the Sun Viking who had a thing for me and I wouldn't give him the time of day. I don't know if I, because I had to walk past the cabin where this person was coming back from the fram to my cabin. And he said, I stood outside of his cabins throwing cans and bottles at his door and shouting profanity at like two o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And I'm like don't do that <laughs> i'm like the happy drunk i guess yeah. i go drink I will, and then i just go to my room but uh it was the, the staff captain was um and they took his word for it just like that yeah well
1: that's weird that wouldn't hold up in a court of law no
3: is no, that no, no, is no. that back when they had the hashtag he too Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I don't know. It's uh, It was a long time ago, but uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, well, whatever. Yeah, you know, the worst, the funniest one was uh, they could have got me for just wearing an officer's jacket and shoes in a public area. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and my was, God. Just a jacket yeah. and shoes?
2: Just a jacket and shoes.
0: All right. Oh, <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to go from the... <laughs> there was three of us.
1: <laughs> Any pictures of that?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> back in those days, no one had cameras with them. Uh, oh, that's any true. Time, so. Yeah,
0: yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, you're right. It's,
2: There's we had to, of,
0: hey, are you ready? Are you ready to tell a ship story?
2: Yes, I'm ready to tell the ship story. Hi, my name is Peggy McLeod, and this is my ship story. I uh, had a dream of uh, working on cruise ships after watching The Love Boat back in the 70s. So I think pretty much everyone was. And uh, had sent so many applications in. I did the same thing I believe Brad did. You saw an ad in the paper, cruise ships now hiring and I sent my $30 in and I got this lovely package back saying, here's how you join cruise ships. Here's how write a uh, resume, a cover letter, and here's addresses. I sent out it. about 60 letters. I got wow. three negatives back and that's about it. And I didn't think anything more of it. I said, okay, whatever. I'll continue doing my loser job that I was doing at the time. And one day I was cleaning up my junk door and I found this little pamphlet that said, cruise career training, have an 80% placement rate. And I said, oh, I'm a smart person. I bet you I could be one of those 80%. <laughs> so I called them up and I talked to Beverly Citron. Uh, George Foster's daughter. Yeah.
0: That was her name. Beverly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Beverly. Yeah. This was in June. And she goes, well, we have a class starting in September. I'm like, oh, well, I'm in. So I sent my money in, went down, stayed in that lovely uh, student accommodation in behind the little place, that little strip mall they had in uh, Fort Lauderdale. (laughs) Oh. And uh, Elaine Bretz was in my class with me as well. And we did the one month there and about the third weekend, uh, Beverly came running into the class and she actually into the housing where we were. And she goes, Hey, I know someone here has shorthand and typing. Who is it? I said, Oh, I do. She goes, I got an interview with you for you tomorrow at Royal Caribbean. I said, Oh, that's great. So she drove me down to the port of Miami to 1050 Caribbean way into the old, old building. Uh, And I interviewed with Mark Grad in this little tiny office that had so many applications and resumes piled. There are piles all the way around his room. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just thought it was like special just to get in the door. And he interviewed me and he said, right, we have a spot for open if you want to have it Uh, starts this middle of November. That sounds awesome. I will take it. So I flew home, packed, got stuff organized, flew down and I joined the Nordic Empress in November of 1990 off that course. Uh, Elaine was already on board and I was lucky enough to be her roommate for the first two weeks while I was uh, doing hotel manager secretary handover with Joanne Cox. The hotel manager at the time was David Dent. Yeah, it was all new. I had no ideas. We're going through these meetings. I'm taking notes and it's like A-V-O. I'm like, what? what's this i have no idea i'm writing all these abbreviations for stuff i didn't have a clue and then i transferred over to the sun viking to the person's department and joined them in san juan puerto rico and did you know where san juan it, was before yes i did i'm very good at geography at the time No,
1: brad you're not looking good everybody <laughs> else seems so. to know san juan except i don't for think you too. did peggy you yes i did know where san now. juan was <laughs> she's canadian they have better uh education than than we do here in the states
2: when going through school part of our yeah. curriculum we had to learn all the united all the states the united states their capitals the history uh mm. we had to know your legal system like not legal your uh, governmental system from the top down as well as ours yeah so i started on the sun viking the first two months on the nordic empress i i vaguely recall some stuff because <laughs> We had overnights in Nassau, <laughs> drinking uh, in the port. I think the Sun Viking really holds the most memories for me. I was there for almost three years on that ship. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a long
3: time for being on one ship.
2: Yeah. We, and and uh, what year was that? I was joined you- no- uh, January of 91 on the Sun Viking. Actually, it'd be two years because I got off in 93. So only two years. It seemed like three.
3: And when did you start on the Nordic Gippers?
2: November of nineteen ninety. Some Viking I went down. I stayed in this lovely little cabin H fifty nine, which was on uh, B deck. I
1: you, rem- I can't believe you remember the cabin numbers. I don't remember not one single cabin number. That's the I
2: only cabin number I remember.
0: Because it
2: was a horrible baby. cabin, <laughs> it was so <laughs> tiny you could sit on the edge of your bed and we write zero. on the desk.
3: <laughs> oh man, we were zero deck 1416 and
2: 1418.
1: Yeah, oh, I can't remember.
0: Norway 498 best cabin ever. although I said 198 when I did my first podcast yeah so you didn't remember it somebody corrected you oh yeah
2: I shared with the Elizabeth Higginbottom when I first Liz Lizzie
1: yeah by Lizzie oh my god she stayed on the Sun Viking forever because my last ship was Sun Viking and I left at the end of 96 and she was on there when I was on there in 95-96
2: But once, and this was back in the day when the front, the purser's desk were only open eight to eight.
1: So. Yeah, Michelle Martin was <laughs> it saying hot, that that too. phone would
2: ring. You coming up for drinks? See, I never.
1: That's awesome. Because
2: uh, we up to the nurse's uh, cabin, power yeah. back ten to nine, hit the officers' mess, inhale some food, go back and drink <laughs> some more.
3: <laughs> oh man, I missed and look it, down, man. and all you have is shoes and a and a striped yeah, jacket. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs>
1: okay, now Peggy drinks me under the table. When I walked on board, I drank a lot. And I have to say, Peggy was one of the few people that could drink me under the table, like hands down. Like, I, as we were, as I mentioned in one of the posts, the Facebook posts, I was like, never get into a drinking match with Peggy. Mm-hmm. No. Like, no, that's, that's, you know. <laughs> She's like, nope. nope no, no, no. I
2: learned, once I learned the secret of uh, how to drink for Century Club, that's it. You know, the people could. Okay, know.
1: wait, I did the Century Club too. Mm-hmm. And I, well, I only threw up once, but I did throw up, but I did make it through the Century Club.
2: Yeah. The first time I did it, I had beer come up my nose when <laughs> I burped. <laughs> but, uh,
3: that I was actually, I,
1: I look back on it fondly, but now that I think back, you know, the reality of those last like few, like the last 10 or 20 shots, it's pretty, it's pretty miserable. What's the I secret have my of own century club?
2: Part of, oh, um, you have to do one shot of beer a minute for a hundred minutes. But the first minute, as soon as they say go, you take your shot and you wait the minute, you, feel, you have your glass filled and then you wait till the end of the second minute to do your shot, then do the set third shot at the beginning of the third minute. So you have like two minutes between two shots.
3: Oh, gotcha. And wow, it gives I didn't you two minutes
2: to let the the gas get out. So you're not so, and because it's a, the buildup of the gas, which kills you. I used yeah. to travel around on the sun biking with my own funnel. The, car, the, the carpenter <laughs> made me
3: <on.
1: laughs> A
2: funnel
0: will travel.
2: And okay. it, would, it would hold four beer. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> but the best night we were up, uh, we had an impromptu beach party in one of the officer's cabins and we covered the floor with sand and Sandy and I were funneling vodka, orange juice.
1: <laughs> no. Oh my, oh my God. God.
2: One of the pictures I sent you, Brad, that Sandy, Jody and I were all tanned and laughing. That was uh-huh. from that night. <laughs>
3: ah. Wow. Your own yeah. funnel. Like if you're packing to go to another ship are you like shoes funnel, shoes f- funnel.
2: Yeah. You only need one pair of shoes. Boston yeah. Yeah. found's good for stuff too.
0: <laughs> the L and F store. Yep. Oh my god, that's too funny.
2: My my best uh non Sun Viking story though has to be on the Sovereign of the seas. I was doing supercharge at the time and CC was oh on God. that ship.
1: Are you, sure that's, are you sure that's the sovereign and not the majesty?
2: It had to have been the sovereign because when okay. I tell you where we were, you'll understand okay. why. Okay. Okay. I was in the back office and we were, we, we come into San, uh, into Puerto Rico. We were docked uh-huh. in San Juan.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: And there was a princess ship on the other side of the little building across from us. And CeCe comes into the back office and his tears are running down his face. He's laughing so hard. He goes, you have to come. I don't know what to tell this woman. You have to come and help me. I'm like, what is going on? I said, tell me. He goes, no, you, I, I can't. He's laughing. I'm like, oh my God. So I go out to the front desk, trying to look all prim and proper, all over, like, like hell, hair all pulled back. And there's this woman standing there said, hi, uh, I've worked in the office here. What can I do to help you? She goes, there are people on that ship over there with their windows open and they're naked and having sex. I want you to call the captain and have him go <laughs> uh, send someone over there to make them stop. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I'm very sorry to hear that. I will personally take care of that and have that taken care of for you. No problem. Woman's like, oh, okay, thanks. All of that's wonderful. Anything else? No, no. She toodles away. Like, go back in the back office where Cece's still in there laughing. I said, that's all sorted. He goes, What did you what did you do? I said, Well, she wanted the captain to send someone over. So I decided to take care of it. He goes, You're gonna call the captain? I'm like, no. <laughs> By the time <laughs> she gets back to her room, we're gonna be done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was working, actually, I think it was when he was on, he was working out all the time. And uh, yeah, yeah. he's getting all buff and beautiful. And I'm like, hey, Cece, let me touch your boobies. <laughs> <laughs> I must have bugged him for three weeks. He finally caved and let me touch his pectoral muscles. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, those are lovely. Thank you. I'm <laughs> you surprised know, it <laughs> took that long. I know. And then yeah. he's like, well, wait, that's it? I'm like, yeah, I just want to touch them.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> nowadays i would have got fired for harassment <laughs> <walking> <laughs> before the David. I was like, oh my land oh my gosh you're gonna laugh at this i was down the crew office's payroll robin deans was crew purser and tim johnson was second crew so yeah. we're all down there embarkation day all the sign-ons are coming in i'm helping set everyone up for s- payroll and all that stuff and this young girl comes on, all shy, and she's like 19, you know, and I'm getting her thing, and I'm like looking at her name, and I'm like, oh, your name's Alayda, Alayda Phallus. She goes, oh, yes. I'm like, oh, do you have a brother? She goes, yeah. I said, it's his name, Alayda, and Jim fell off his chair. I was <laughs> She goes, oh no, his name's like Jose or Juan or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) She gets right overhead.
3: Oh, she didn't get it.
2: She did not get it. She was from South America. Was everybody
3: else dying, laughing, rolling over?
2: Robin was very angry with me, but Tim was howling, howling with laughter. (laughs) And then after she had left, Robin goes, That's not very nice. I said she didn't understand. And okay. I was notorious for bothering the uh, the, per- the chief steward's office, Clunus Daily.
1: Yeah, I would uh, scare I the them.
2: bejesus out of him all the time on the embarkation day because you get all the boxes and stuff. I'd hide in the boxes and he'd walk by and I'd <laughs> jump out of them at him. <laughs> <laughs> or if he was in the office late at night, you know, they're in him and the guys are all in there chatting and stuff. I'd be a little bit intoxicated. I'd just crawl in <laughs> on my hands and knees, making goat noises at them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nothing <laughs> out of the ordinary there.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, uh, my God.
2: We had a we had a pajama party on the majesty. Blaise Besant was the assistant specialist. Uh-huh. The boys didn't have pajamas, so he gave them all silk boxers. He just kept pulling out all these brand new pairs of silk boxers and handing them out to all the guys that came. And the we, we girls were all sitting there, and we had to do blowjobs for shots. Really? And yep. the guys, you had to do it from between a person of the opposite sex thigh. So you had to get down and...
1: I have to say that's not shot. fair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's a few that probably would have been fine with it <laughs> yeah. that
3: was oh, before I, we were I, woke yeah. i would have been game either way it didn't matter well i was gonna say well he might have gone for that at
1: that time and he might have no that may just the next week when with blaze and that stuff that was yeah, no, I was, I was definitely on my, uh, on, well, I'm on this, my, I'm this, on my this, team. The Let's secret patio. No, yeah. no, not, oh, not okay. then. That was, this was after. Uh. Yeah. So I was definitely on the, on the correct team for me.
2: So I worked with. Um, you can say nickname. Papa Smurf.
1: Yeah, I thought that's who you're going to say. Ray Kacharsky. Ray yeah. Kacharski. Yeah. So I know that Mary Giuliani told me the Papa Smurf story of. How he became, or why he was known as Papa Smurf. But do you guys know the the background? If not, we'll ask Mary. That
3: we'll have her on. No, again I was just we'll going to ask, ask that. I got hear. We got to hear the story of how that happened, Papa Smurf.
2: Well, the only reason I thought it was that was because he was fairly short. I mean, he was like five five, and he had this full head of white hair and the white beard that yeah. came down.
1: Yeah, so but I thought I there think was there's a... something. Yeah. yeah. So my understanding, we'll have to get Mary to tell the story, but it has to do something with like blue shampoo. Yeah. I
2: would, I could see that someone's, I think I do recall that that someone put something in a shampoo and
1: it turned his hair blue blue, and he did look like Papa Smurf because he was like short and had the builds and he looked like Papa Smurf. So that's what everybody called him.
0: Yeah. 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 When he first came on, uh, With Well, I think he'd worked for another cruise line. He'd he'd been around, but he came on uh, the Song of Norway, and we all called him Keebler (laughs) because he looked like the Keebler elf. And so he was Keebler for a long time until the whole Papa Smurf thing happened, which I don't know. But it's something about somebody dyed his hair blue or something. That's all I know. Do you have anything else that we didn't get to? Is, was there anything that you wanted to mention on this one that we didn't get to?
2: No, I think that's good for this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right <laughs> we'll have
1: to have you back on because you definitely need to have yeah, it back on oh. because i can't believe i haven't seen you in so long but i just love 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 seeing you and talking to you and you make me laugh so much it's such a pleasure to, to see you and talk to you well
2: thanks it's great seeing you guys yeah.
1: too nice meeting oh, you guys
0: great yes. seeing you peggy thank you for coming on we really really appreciate it thank you so oh, much take
1: care take care peggy
2: Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.
2: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the touchscreen. <laughs> touch- no, that don't work. Bye. <laughs> oh
1: my god. I I forgot really how much I like Peggy. She's like fun. she is so much fun. She just has such a great spirit. It's just like, oh my God, I just forgotten because it's been such a long time since I've seen her that I just forget. And I just, oh my God, I just love her to death.
0: Zero negativity. Always yeah. fun. Always positive, always bubbly.
3: Just just she definitely comes yeah, off like that. Super so, fun. So giggly and so, brings so, out so the great
0: person. to have around, you know? Yeah. yeah. So much pressure and all and grinding in the in the purser's office you need those people around to lighten the mood you know when it gets so, i have to say out of all these
1: episodes people are going to get the impressions that the purser's didn't do a lot of work but drank a lot
3: hey everyone the ship is about to set sail which brings us to an end for today we hope that you enjoy the podcast for bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast in video please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member, and if you have a story that you would like to tell, or if you'd like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!